This is Amy Bauman, and you are listening to Speaking Truth with Love. For more information about myself or For His Glory Ministry, you can head to amybauman.com. Now here is today's show. Hello and welcome to The Chair. My name is Amy Bauman, and this is our weekly teaching. We come together each week, figure out what chair we're sitting in, look at God's Word, apply it to our lives, hopefully become more encouraged and more like Jesus. But thanks so much for being here today and for joining us. And if this is your first time joining us, just a very special welcome to you. I'm so glad that you found us online. Today I'm going to have a question that I'm not only going to ask all of you, but also myself. It's something that we need to be always checking in, making sure that um, we're aligned with God's Word, making sure that our focus is on Jesus. But my question today is, where are you getting your affirmation from? Where are you getting your approval rating? Where are you looking to get the compliments and to make you feel good about yourself? What are you doing? And perhaps what are you not saying so that you're keeping the peace, that everybody's liking you, that you're on the road where you're feeling good about yourself and don't want to make any waves. It is a challenging world out there right now to be able to stand on who you are, who God says you are, and not fall prey to making yourself to be different so that people will like you and affirm you. So we're going to be talking about that today. Where are we getting our affirmation? But before we get started, let's open with prayer. Father God, I thank you for today. I thank you for your word. I thank you for what you are going to do in these next few minutes. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that you will open up our hearts and our ears for what it is that you have for us that this will be a good reminder of where we need to be looking, how we need to be focusing, and ultimately, Lord, remembering how much you love us. And so I just ask that you be with each person watching, each person listening. Holy Spirit, I pray for a fresh anointing that I will speak your truth with love. And I thank you for everything that you are going to do. And I ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So if I look over the course of my life, I would say that I definitely had seasons where I struggled with affirmation. I struggled with how I looked at myself and I therefore was looking to other people to affirm me. I was looking for approval from other people because I myself felt uh, like I was falling short in every single area of my life. So I did things I said things, I tried things so that the person that I was standing in front of at the time would somehow approve me, affirm me, and make me feel better about myself. And every day might be something a little bit different, depending on what I needed to hear that day. But ultimately, ultimately, what I was looking for And that other person never lasted very long, uh, never fully completed me and made me feel whole, and never 
um, lasted to the point where like the next day I was back out doing the exact same thing. I was always hungry for affirmation and always hungry for someone else's approval. And at the time, what I didn't realize as I would stand before that person and, and try to get their approval is I wasn't looking at the factor of how they were at that time, what kind of mood they were in, what kind of day they were having. And maybe they were having a bad day. Maybe they were knee deep in a situation and I stood there and was looking for them to kind of build me up and lift me up. And when they didn't, because of everything that they were going through, I felt like I wasn't good enough, that I did something wrong, and I felt like they didn't really like me. Now, I was born in 70, 1970, uh, graduated in 1988, and I had no clue really about social media. Um, I, and I was very, I was a late bloomer when it comes to social media. I was on well after my other friends were, my adult friends. And wow, when you get on social media, it's a whole crazy thing, right? Like you can put something out there or a picture and people will like it. People will love it. People will make comments. And I would say it's a little addicting, right? And I'm putting stuff out there all the time now. And I can just see what it would have been like for me if I would have been at that season in my life where I was always looking for affirmation and I had social media what kind of mess I would be in because I would be constantly looking for that heart, constantly looking for that like, constantly looking for that positive comment to make me feel good about myself. So that's my question for you today. I, at that season in my life, wasn't struggling with the need for affirmation as much as I am today in my weak moments when I'm not feeling confident about who I am. But I can't imagine what it would be like if I was struggling today like I used to be and I had social media. Maybe that's you today. Maybe you don't feel loved and affirmed in your own life, in your family, at your job, with your husband, with your kids. And man, you love to pick up your tablet. You love to pick up your phone and you love to see who's affirming you today. Yeah, I get it and I understand it. And it's a huge issue, especially for young people who are on their things all the time. Then on top of that, right, we have this world where everybody has a different truth, everybody has a different thought process, everybody has a different belief, and we're putting ourselves out there in the world in many different cultures and in many different things, and we're, we're wanting to be genuinely liked. Maybe you're going to school right now and you just want people to like you and get you. Uh, but then, in, in a weak moment, when someone comes to you and says, well, what do you think about this? Here's a hard one. What do you think about Jesus? And you don't really know what to say because what if your answer changes the way that they feel about you? 
What if someone comes up to you who's been really giving you a good smile and uh, really, you know, sending you some positive vibes? Opposite sex comes up to you and asks the question, are you married? What if you were to maybe in this instance say no and then all of that positive vibe and affirmation and compliments would continue. Maybe you could just live a little lie for today because at home your spouse is not telling you that you're handsome or beautiful, is not paying attention to you, did not know that you got your hair done. Maybe what sometimes what we don't say, oh, if I just don't say this, maybe they'll like me. Here's the thing. When you are, what you are not saying so that this other person will like you is a lie, isn't truly who you are. Are you not telling them you're married so that they will continue to flirt with you? Are you not telling them that you're a believer so that they won't stop being your friend? Are you not telling them that you don't drink so that you can keep being invited to parties so that you can keep hanging out with them are you not telling them that you're waiting for marriage to have sex because you don't want them to break up with you what are you not saying what are you looking for for affirmation and I bet you it's not working. I can tell you today because I went through that season of my life when I was so unhappy and I was so discouraged and I was so depressed and I stood before every single person, whether it was at church or the grocery store or at a family get together or at a party. And I just wanted them to give me these loving words because I didn't believe them about myself. Sometimes what we're searching for and what we don't realize is that the only person that can give us that, that can affirm us and love us and tell us those sweet words that we want to hear is God. And there's a disconnect sometimes because we don't see him sitting in that chair next to us, right? And so because we can't see him, we're like, well, I don't really know how he's going to do it. And so I'm just going to have to look for it somewhere else. But truly, when you are in that relationship with God, he finds a way to tell you whether you hear it audibly, whether he speaks that word to someone else who comes up and gives you that hug or tells you how, how nice you look today or tells you, genuinely tells you that you're special and, and can see you for who you truly are, not who you are pretending to be. The problem is, is when we need to be affirmed by other people, we are going to sacrifice something in ourselves or the plans that God has for us to make that person happy in the moment. And we think by making them happy, right? That we'll feel that love, that we'll feel that affirmation, that we'll feel whatever we think we need to feel in that moment. 
And that's what we're talking about. Momentary happiness. Momentary relationship. Momentary season of your life where it's really hard and you're struggling. And the question that we have to ask ourselves, and it's, and it's got to be a question that we're willing to, to accept the answer. If they really care about you, if they really care about you, they will want what's best for you. And you don't have to tell them something that they want to hear. And you don't have to tell them something that's truly a lie. And you don't have to tell them something or don't tell them something for them to stop being your friend. Authentic. Living our authentic lives, who God created us to be, and being affirmed and loved, knowing that we're chosen by Him. I struggled for a lot of years looking for affirmation from other people, living a lie, pretending to be something that I wasn't. And I think that was the hardest thing was for me to really finally believe that God loved me that much because I wasn't experiencing it in this physical world. And that's the difference. And that's what we have to stop focusing on is the physical world. Because this world here, this is fleeting, right? The people that you're trying to please today, the people that you're looking for affirmation from, if they don't believe in Jesus, if they don't want what's best for you, those are fleeting relationships that aren't going to last anyways. Because they genuinely don't care about you and what you believe and and how you want to live. And they shouldn't be in your life. To live out the way that God calls us to live is to remember who we are as children of God. To remember who loves us and who has great plans for us. And that truly He is the only one that can affirm you because humans are going to fail you. Humans are human. We make mistakes. We have bad days. We go through feelings and emotions. We struggle. We're not always our best selves. God will never fail you. God will always consistently want what's best for you. God is going to love you always good times, bad, when you make mistakes, when you don't, when you're wearing your sweatpants and when you're wearing your heels. He loves you in all times, in all moments, in all things. I wanted to give you some Bible verses today to remind you of that love, to remind you of who you are, to affirm you today right where you're sitting how God created you to be without the social media, without the Instagram, without the likes, without the cute selfies and the pictures and the, the funny quotes with your, without your hair perfectly done in all the right color and the right outfit and the shoes. I mean, right today, wherever you are, I want to tell you that God loves you, that you're beautifully and wonderfully made 
and that he is the only one that can affirm you truly because he created you. 1 John 3, 1, see how very much our Father loves us, for he calls us his children, and that is what we are. But the people who belong to this world don't recognize that we are God's children because they don't know him. When we are looking for affirmation from people that don't know God, I don't believe their motives are going to be pure. I don't believe their their motives are going to be unselfless. I don't believe that they're going to have your best intentions in mind because the best intentions are the ones, the very best are what God has for us. Galatians 4, 6 through 7. And because we are his children, God has sent the spirit of his son into our hearts prompting us to call out Abba, Father. Now you are no longer a slave, but God's own child. And since you are his child, God has made you his heir. We have all been adopted into sonship with the Lord. And with that, we get this piece of paper that says we're an heir, that that we're going to get everything that God promises us here on earth and also in heaven. And this is a God that owns the cattle on a thousand hills. This is the God that has a kingdom that he's preparing for us, streets paved with gold and, and, and beautiful buildings and this beautiful mansion that he is creating for you in heaven. We're heirs to that. But we need to hang on to that and believe that we are his children. Believe that we are adopted into sonship with him. Believe that he is our father. Colossians 1.22 Yet now he has reconciled you to himself through the death of Christ in his physical body. As a result, he has brought you into his own presence and you are holy and blameless as you stand before him without a single fault. My friends, I know what it feels like to stand in front of someone and you're just clothed in all of the shame and bitterness and the faults and the the years of bad choices and mistakes. And you're asking that person to love you. And they're like, well, I just don't know if I have the time. And I really don't like that shirt. And I don't think I like the mistakes that you've made and where you've come from and who you've been with. And my friends, when you stand before Jesus, he looks at you and loves you as you are just solid white clothing, perfect, beautiful, innocent, without fault. And he loves you just the way you are. Only Jesus can do that. We need to remember that today. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 through 20. Don't you realize that your body is the temple of the Holy Spirit who lives in you and was given to you by God? You do not belong to yourself for God bought you with a high price. So you must honor God with your body. I'm talking to you today who have sacrificed all of that, who have given out your body, whether that's for drugs or for sex or for whatever, thinking that that was the, what was going to 
bring you that affirmation that was going to make you feel whole that was going to make you feel different that was going to make that person love you and i'm here to tell you today that your body is the temple of the holy spirit that you are to honor god with your body and that he wants to set you apart and that he loves you for who you are and you don't need to prove that to anyone else remember that you do not belong to yourself, that your body is the temple of God because this is where he lives, right? And then Ephesians 2.10, for we are God's masterpiece. He has created us anew in Christ Jesus so we can do the good things he planned for us long ago. You are a masterpiece, beautifully and wonderfully created for all the plans that he has for you. Only you can do them. I can't do them. He can't do them. She can't do them. Just you and you alone. Hang on to that today. John 15, 16. You didn't choose me. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce lasting fruit so that the Father will give you whatever you ask for using my name. How many times have we stood and wanted people to choose us? And Jesus is saying, I chose you. I chose you. I appointed you to go and produce good fruit. Jeremiah 1.5 I knew you before I formed you in my mother's womb. Before you were born, I set you apart and appointed you as my prophet to the nations. He knows us before we even come into this world. We're planned for, we're loved. Maybe your parents didn't have a plan for you. Maybe your family didn't have a plan for you. I know for years that I believed I was a mistake, but God had a plan for me. I, was, I came into the world at the most perfect time, exactly when God wanted me. You were born and set apart. You were planned by God. Romans 8, 16, 17. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share his glory, we must also share his suffering. God does not promise us an easy life. And sometimes when things get hard, we think, well, I'm just going to put God over here and I want to go out and have some fun because this is too hard and I'm suffering and this is a hardship and I don't like to stand up and tell people I'm a believer. It's, it's hard work and people persecute me and, and people think I'm weird and, and they don't understand why I'm living my life the way that I'm living for Jesus. We, we don't just get the good times. And if we look to God's life, sorry, if we look to Jesus' life, he did not have an easy life here on earth, but he was consistent and loving and forgiving and he consistently walked with his father every single day even in the good times even in the hard times and that is what we need to do we need to consistently walk 
with Jesus every single day, knowing that this, we're not promised an easy life, knowing that this life is going to be hard and challenging and knowing that this life isn't all there is. We're living our lives today in preparation for what's to come in heaven, an eternity with Jesus. That's what we need to focus on. This life is temporary. Where we're going is forever. And then Isaiah 43.1. The Lord who created you says, Do not be afraid. I will save you. I have called you by name. You are mine. I know for a lot of years I wanted to hear that. You are mine. And I never heard it until I was born again. I never heard those words until I submitted my life and surrendered over to Jesus and had him come into my heart. And it was then that I was affirmed. It was then that I knew that I was loved. It was then that I knew I was beautifully and wonderfully made. It was then that I knew I was created and that he had great plans for me. It was when I stopped searching for affirmation from other people. When we stop searching for affirmation from social media, when we stop searching for affirmation outside of our marriage, when we stop searching for affirmation from kids at school, when we believe that God loves us, that he's chosen us, that we are heirs to his kingdom and throne in eternity in heaven with, with Jesus forever and ever, amen, mansions and, and beauty and all that God is promising us. It's then that we will know who we truly are, sons and daughters of the Most High King, affirmed inside and out that we are loved and chosen and beautiful and forgiven and that he has great plans for us. I want to encourage you today because I know, because I know living in this world, we can be tempted to be affirmed by other people. And I had a, a huge season of my life where I, where I did that. I want to share with you today, I don't ever want to go back. And, and God is constantly realigning my heart to make sure that I get my affirmation, not from people, not from the people that I look up to or even the people that I love or the people that are in my family, but that I get that affirmation from God. I want to encourage you today to do the same, to believe that you are loved, affirmed, and that God has great plans for you today and always. Amen. Let's pray. Wow, God, I just, I thank you for how much you love us. And I thank you for each person watching and each person listening. And I just pray, Holy Spirit, that they will receive these words today, your words, that they will tuck them away into their hearts and that they will remember where to find their affirmation. They will remember where to look for it, not to the world, but to you. We thank you for this time. We seal it all up by the blood of Jesus and we ask all of these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you. Thank you so much for being here today and for joining us. And until next time, until we can be together again, be blessed. 
Thanks so much for joining me today. Stay tuned for more Tuesday teachings, Sunday sermons, and encouraging messages along the way. And until next time, be blessed.